Real Presence Live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. Good morning, I am Heather Caro. And I'm Joe Rutten. Joe Rutten. That means we're broadcasting this morning from Mount Marty College in Yankton, South Dakota. How is it going, Joe? It's going fantastic, Heather. Yourself? I am good. I got to spend the night at my sister's with her five children. It reminds me how quiet my house is. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah, that's five. Five's a lot. There's five some noise is a in the lot. house. There's and then, you know, I brought down matching pajamas for the children. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I think the four-year-old was the only one that enjoyed that. <laughs> Everybody else felt like it's the family picture where you all have to dress up in the same shirt. Yes, and you're like, Sarah. this is the worst. Thanks a lot, auntie. Well, before we get too far, let's start our morning with a little prayer, shall we? In the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, you have given the human race Jesus Christ, our Savior, as a model of humility. He fulfilled your will by becoming man and giving his life on the cross. Help us to bear witness to you by following his example of suffering and make us worthy to share in his resurrection. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son. Amen. Amen. And Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Well, Joe, it's exciting to be here. For those that missed it, Rutten Radio is on this morning. We'll, we'll dive into that a little bit more later. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a lot of Joe today. It's a lot of Joe. For better, for worse, for all our listeners out there, you're stuck with me you're for a couple more Joe. hours. You're stuck with Joe. We're happy to have you, and we're happy to be here at Mount Marty College this morning. And we've got a big show planned today. So, Eli... Why don't you share with the listeners what we have going on? Alrighty, thanks, Heather. Here's what's coming up on this morning's Real Presence Live. You know, the Israelites wandered the desert for 40 years before finding the Promised Land. How can their journey and our own 40-day Lenten journey unite? Sister Terry Lafferty, Assistant Professor of Theology at Mount Marty College, will share her reflections on this topic. Then Bob and Pamela Weaver will provide some great Lenten ideas for how your family can spend time together and grow with the Lord. And ladies, prepare to have your splendor unveiled. Later today, in today's show, Debbie Sansone Schlaprizi, keynote speaker at the upcoming Women of Faith Conference in Duluth, will share how you can draw closer to our Lord so you can live the fullness of who you were created to be. All that and a whole lot more is coming up this morning on Real Presence Live. Right back to you. All right. Thanks, Eli. So Eli's up in Fargo running the board. So if we start be- misbehaving, he can turn us <laughs> off. <laughs> Get ready, Eli. <laughs> Have that 20-second buffer ready. <laughs> I'm feeling fired up this morning. So, <laughs> Well, I'm excited to have Sister Terry Lafferty back on. She was on with us the last time we were here at Mont Marty, and she just barely got started. Right. And I wanted to hear more from her. So when I saw that she was on the show this morning i was i was thrilled so welcome back sister thank you very much for the listeners who didn't hear you the first time tell us a little bit about yourself well i'm a a yankton benedictine sister i teach here at mount marty i'm originally from philadelphia 
and uh, go Flyers, Sixers, Eagles, <laughs> Phillies, Phillies, all those Rocky, <laughs> Rocky, <in laughs> <general>. Rocky steps. <laughs> Is that something everybody has to do when they visit Philly? Do they have to it, do this? It's steps? a tourist thing. Right. When we were children living in Philadelphia, we rode our bikes down the steps. Oh, really? Nice. Oh, yes. It's a bumpy ride, but it's fun. That's awesome. <laughs> I drove what? past them. Does that count? <laughs> I want to like go to Philadelphia, borrow sister's bikes. <laughs> so I can go do that. Video it if oh, you do. That's outstanding. That's a, I wonder, did even the next generation even know about Rocky? Oh. Oh, Maybe we need sad. another one. It's up to oh, Rocky 8, baby. There we go. <laughs> yeah, there weren't enough. <laughs> Well, we're excited to have you on this morning. You're here to talk about Lent yes, with I am. you. So what does Lent and the Lenten journey mean to you? Well, it's it's a time to reevaluate where I am in my relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And I do this by focusing on the three pillars of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And so for me, these three pillars are aimed at real change in my heart and my life. Uh, something I might even continue to do after Easter because my goal is to become more focused on God. Right. And so I try to do something that helps me to reinvigorate the first love experience I had when I was enthusiastic for the Lord mm-hmm. uh, to, to rekindle that flame, so to speak. Um, and so, you know, we all can recall a time when we were so in love with God, but perhaps the honeymoon's over and we've settled into the routine. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so we desire to step back and take a better look at what we do that might cause us to sit up and say, wow, God, you are so cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so just do something that makes us notice his presence in our lives every day. Well, and I find that this Lent I've been struggling because I'm a cradle Catholic. I'm in my 40s and I it seems like Lent comes around quicker quicker every year <laughs> yes it does and i start to lack you know creativity with lent mm-hmm. so how do you keep that i mean every year year after year how do you find new things and different things to do where do you go for your resources what what i do is i, I take a look at what can i do to um I know. To, that's a, that was a left field question. You're that was get those kind of a left me. field. That's okay. I'm all right with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I take a look at where I'm, where I am. Mm-hmm. What am I paying attention to? What am I letting slide to the side that mm-hmm. might actually need some more focus? And so try to pay attention to that and see if I can bring it back into the structure. Right. 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 That idea, you know, you, Lent's interesting, right? Because, well, it's interesting in my mind because it's this opportunity for us to try and get closer to God, right? To grow in my relationship with Jesus Christ. But in my life, the harder I try, the harder it is. <laughs> like, the more I do, the more I fight, the more I sacrifice, the, I feel like I, it's actually harder for me um is what how does surrender or how does like god's grace or how does this for those of us out there that struggle with lent like struggle to be disciplined struggle with, maybe it's our personalities i don't know like how does the other side of the coin of like saying i actually can't do this 
play into your reflection or, or, or do you have any insights maybe for that? Well, I was looking at uh, the idea of the 40 years in the desert. Right. The, the whole Exodus cycle is the cycle of my life. There are times when I am in sin, enslaved in Egypt to something. Mm. And then I oh. go through this period of time in the wilderness where I reinvigorate my relationship with God and say, yeah, God, it's you and me, we're out there. And then eventually I get to the promised land, woohoo, here we are. And then I screw up again. And then, in the middle, <laughs> <laughs> yes. and, and, and then you see the calf. And you're like, <laughs> exactly. that calf looks like, great. That's <laughs> <laughs> so I I say towards towards two weeks or so before Lent, you know, where am I in this sin cycle that I need to pay a little more attention to? And I'm not trying to improve all of me all at one time in 40 days. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so I pick one thing to focus on and try to improve that area for the that season that's a helpful reminder i oftentimes let the big picture get in the way of the small picture right the mm. macro and it, it keep me from the micro and maybe just a basic leadership lesson here that says you know focus on something that's uh, particular number mm -hmm. one not mm -hmm. general or mm -hmm. uh and number two you know don't try and conquer the mountain in uh, a day you know this thing it's actually 40 days but it isn't 40 days how many days? I know. Start, this is this so whole one <laughs> conversation. How many days is Catholics, this Those Catholics are screwy. They have uh -oh. more than 40 days. <laughs> okay, so let's, let's just admit right up front that theologians are not great mathematicians. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just put that out there. Okay, so <laughs> the church doesn't count the Sundays in Lent. Those are a day um, of rest. <laughs> well, it's a little Easter. Oh. Every Sunday is a little Easter. And so what does this mean for us individually for, oh my gosh, I have to do this for all of Lent. Well, you live in the spirit of the sacrifice, whatever it is that you're doing, and focus on the feast that's coming rather than the fast that's happening. Mm. And, you know, keep your focus on Easter and you'll be okay. You'll, you'll make it through. Right, <laughs> we right. all do it every year. Right. Yeah. So we get, we get the Sundays are not Lenten. Uh, not true Lenten not, sacrifice right, right. days. And so you end up with 46 or yes. uh, 46 days there, and that's how we have the 40 days of Lent, but it's not literally well, 40 days, Heather. And I love the way that you compared the 40 years in the desert because they were enslaved, and then really being in the desert was torture. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the later prophets look at it as a, as a honeymoon period, but it was hell to go through. Right. And right. so to compare those 40 years to mm -hmm. our 40 days, mm -hmm. talk a little bit it's, more about that. Well, 40 really, biblically speaking, is representative of a lot. Whether it's days or years, it's a long time. And so in terms of how we think of it today, it's long enough that I can form a good habit. Hmm. Okay, whether it's spiritual reading or fasting one day a week or taking a healthy walk or noticing the changes in nature, if you do anything for 40 days, you have a pretty good start at changing your life and your outlook. Huh. And so this is why I try to do something that I can maintain after Easter. <laughs> um, it, I'm trying to spend some quality time with God, 
not quantity. I, I don't need to spend 24 hours just focusing on me and God because I, I have a life to live. Right. But it's quality time that I'm giving him. I'm, I'm paying attention this time when I'm praying. That's very Benedictine <laughs> of you, sister. <laughs> uh, I try. You know that, that, that aura et labora, you know, the idea that says that the day even has a cycle to it in the, the week and the month and the church calendar, that this is a seasonal thing that we live out. And, you know, Benedict doesn't tell the Christian or the monk or the nun to go to the chapel all day. No. Uh, but you do go, <clears throat> you do go multiple times. Yes, we do. In the day for small periods of time. And as I've thought about that, like at 10 o'clock in the morning, like, do I stop in between 8 and noon hmm. and ever give acknowledgement to Christ, let alone ask for his grace to hmm. be present in the work that I'm doing? And what I observed is that it helps me not see the work that I'm doing as mine, but as God's. It really is a, a wonderful look, and it's just a, it can be even, my fa Father John, my brother says, it can be just a quick come Holy Spirit. Hmm. But that acknowledgement is a great thing that I really struggle with, that uh, uh, during this Lent I'm, I'm working to focus on, do I find small times throughout my day to invest in an increase of prayer. Not saying, hey, Joe, go pray one hour every day for the next 40 days. Mm -hmm. Well, that, that's the purpose of the bells ringing every 15 minutes, to recall to us in our heads, I'm doing this all for God. Um, There's my prayer. God, it's all for you. Every 15, every 15 minutes. minutes, those bells ring. How often do we actually hear them? Wow. I, I, I don't hear them ever. Well, that's... <laughs> <laughs> So, so for those out there listening, Mount Marty is this beautiful campus overlooking the Missouri River, and the Martin Marty Chapel built in the 1950s is just this spectacularly gorgeous building, um, and from it, the bell tower tolls mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. periodically, consistently. I, I didn't realize every 15 minutes. From 8 in the morning to 8 at night, every 15 minutes it rings. And it's to call us to prayer. Yes. To, to call our attention. To prayer wow. that's fantastic for those of you that might just be tuning in this is heather caro and i'm with joe rutten this morning we're broadcasting from mount marty college and we're talking with sister terry lafferty about lent and wandering the desert for 40 years <laughs> so um it's very interesting you know i love the fact that you're thinking about joe bringing just a simple prayer into your daily life because how fast does 15 minutes go well, even this, this morning as I was coming to work, um, my iPhone, I accidentally uh, um, updated it. <laughs> you know how you're, every once in a while Did your phone... Did you get locked set. out again? <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> and so here I am in my, in my car. Well, usually I put podcasts on mm -hmm. or I put Catholic radio on. It's the first thing usually that I do. But the radio started at, well, 7 o'clock is <coughs> when, I, when the Rutten Radio started. And mm -hmm. It was, was 6.30, and I thought, well, there's my rosary. And it, my rosary sits there all the time, but how often do I actually pick it up and pray? It's there, but I don't pick it up and pray as much as maybe um, 
my heart actually would be good for me and, and the Lord would desire it. So I just think that when I say, oh, I need to pray the full rosary, well, I get I I let that big mountain keep me from actually saying Hail Mary. Yeah, and it's or 10 I, 15 minutes of your totally, day. Totally, totally. So what did I do? I said the uh, the uh, Nicene Creed, I said the Our Father for the Pope's intentions and I said three Hail Marys for the increase of faith, hope and charity and I called it good. And I thought, you know what? In the past, I wouldn't have done that. I would have said I don't have time for the whole rosary and I wouldn't have prayed at all. Well, I always carry a rosary in my pocket, and people would say to me, well, how, how often do you take it out and pray it? <laughs> well, not as often as I'd like, right. but the idea is when I put my hand in my pocket and I feel it, there's my 15 minutes. There's my reminder. Oh, God, how you doing right now? Right. A small prayer. Keep going with your day. Right. And I so can't for, stop right now. For <laughs> listeners out there, that, mm-hmm. that's something that I always... The turning of your mind and your heart, right? Having mm-hmm. attention to the presence of Christ. Right. It, it, sometimes we make it much more complicated. I do. <laughs> yeah. I do in my head. I make it way too complicated. Turn your attention, your mind, your heart. Lord, I love you. And, and you keep on keeping on. Well, the thing is, when your relationship with your wife, how often do you sit down and have this intense conversation with her every time you see her? <laughs> <laughs> or do you say, hey, dear, how's it going? Right. What can I do to help with the boys today? As a matter of fact, Sister Terry, sometimes when I come home, she kind of looks at me when I get in that like deep end mode and I'm like serious and want to talk. She kind of looks at me like, no. <laughs> no. Not happening. No, 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 no. Like, and the same thing happens between us and God. Right. So, right. and so... The idea is we're with the wife, right, we're with right. God, we're, we're with whomever. There's a great uh, brother, Lawrence, old school, I think Franciscan monk, uh, has a, a book called Practicing the Presence of hmm. God. And that's what my Lent has really been about, is am I present to Christ in my midst? So by paying attention to these small prayers throughout the day, have you noticed, have you reflected back on your day at the end of the day and if it was any different no because i'm undisciplined <laughs> <laughs> we'll ask you at the end of Lent. Sister, we have to do our exam at the end of the day how'd it go how'd it go sister well, tell us about your exam <laughs> <laughs> uh, well i do reflect on my day i i have running records in my head over and over again in various conversations and how did that go and god how could i have brought you into that uh how could i have made that go better or that was a pretty good one that time god right. you know good job <laughs> thanks is, for being there <laughs> is that is that a technique that you've developed uh uh recently that you've had for a long period of your time is it something that you got as you came into the benedictine tradition obviously examination is as ancient as the church, right? Sure. uh, Your own practice of examination. I have done it for years, but not daily. I've done it daily intentionally as a Benedictine because that is a Benedictine thing. Right, Hmm. right. Um, And so I've I've been more intentional in the past six years. (laughs) Right. Um, But but I did it beforehand, just not so often. So sometimes when I'm going through Lent, I'll be honest. I'm always honest. (laughs) (laughs) This is when Eli gets nervous. It's it's good to be honest, but it doesn't mean you have to tell everything. Everything. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes when I'm in the middle of Lent, I look back and I'm like, man, I have really messed this up. I am just 
going to quit whatever oh. <laughs> not quit everything altogether but like say i i don't know i'm just making this part up that i'm going to say a rosary every day and for the last 15 days i haven't what would you say to that heather in the middle of lent wanting to give up something that she said she was going to do well we we do that with new year's resolutions we do it with diets we do it with all kinds of things that we want to change it's not too late just, we, the benedictines make a, a vow called conversatio morum it's a a new day a new opportunity to make it right with god every day is a brand new opportunity to turn it over to god and start again start again so yeah you screwed up for the last 15 days but today's (laughs) a new day and i get to try again today try it again and maybe it'll be 16 days but maybe it'll be day one (laughs) right You know, I find it interesting, too, that that when it's day one or it's day 16, um, Lent has an interesting way of putting me directly in front of my constant need for God. Mm -hmm. That I'm broke. (laughs) I'm really broken. (laughs) And, you know, I think even for all of us, social media really has created a... uh, cemented this idea that we're all perfect or that other people's lives are better or mm-hmm. look at all the stuff they do or what I, I think that we want to stop and say we're human and being in the desert as the wandering Israelites is a great place for us to be this Lent and each year and just to say Lord I'm hopeless helpless I'm lost without you I need you right now and when we're able to put ourselves in the presence of God in that manner, I think it says, you know what? Then all of a sudden I look and I see my loving Father uh-huh. who wants to help, who wants to be present, who does carry me. And that's the beauty of Lent is I fall more in love. Uh-huh. It's not about a discipline or about a angry Father. Or it's about a loving God that desires for me to love Him more. Amen. Well, Sister Terry, thank you so much for joining us again. Thank you for having me. And blessings on the rest of your Lent. Thank you. (laughs) You might might become a regular. This is fun, Sister. I know. This is fun. This is fun. Thank you for joining us. Okay. (laughs) All right, Joe. First interview is in the bag. Wrap it up. Put a bow on it, baby. (laughs) So up next, it's one of my favorite segments that we have. It's find out who wins the donuts this week. For honor our fathers. So, (laughs) sister wants donuts. Donuts during Lent. (laughs) Donuts during Lent. I know, we're crazy like that. (laughs) But uh, later, have you given much thought to celebrating Lent as a family? One husband and wife team. Sorry. Has some great ideas for you, so don't go anywhere. We're here Broadcasting Real Presence Live from Mount Marty College. I'm Heather Carroll with Joe Rutten, and we're in Yankton, South Dakota. Stay tuned. We'll have more coming up after this break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. 